three, how is it going? Jesus, the voice. Oh, it's sounding delightful today. The flute is fucking in full bloom. Full bloom flute. Um, hello, good morning. How's it going? This is the random podcast, 164. Can you believe it? Wow, 164, 164. Only five away from saying 169. And then we can all say, nice, let's go have a 69. It's Friday. 69 your weekend away if that's how you want to spend your weekend away make sure you have the random podcast with me marquez on the background lovely while you're awkwardly kneeling on or over or under someone can you kneel under someone i doubt it unless you're having the weirdest 69 ever um it's not really great it's not a really great way to start the podcast some people might be listening to this podcast with their parents they'll be like what's wrong with you tommy you listen to the fucking your phone so much. What is it? And Tommy will say, it's a podcast. And they'll say, what's it about? It's about this Irish guy with a flute for a voice. And he just warbles on. He just gargles and warbles. The warbles and the gargles. And um, he'll, he'll just talk. And then you don't know where he's going. And sometimes you wonder, is there a point? And inevitably, there's not. Um, so they'll say, sure, give us a listen, Tommy. Not realizing that Tommy is on meth. And they'll say, give us a listen, Tommy. We trust your judgment. And Tommy will say, okay. And then they'll ignore the fact he's got meth teeth. And he's got a meth face now. His skin complexion has gone to shit. It's gone to ruins. He used to be a stunning, stunning lad. Poor Tommy used to be a lovely, lovely boy. And now he's on the meth. Because he got addicted to Adderall in school. Because this is America. And they get you addicted to prescription drugs early. And then you'll be before a judge early too in your life. So you go from drugs to judge and then you say, oh, okay, no more Adderall. And the next minute you're down an alley sucking off a man named Trevor and you're buying some meth. And that's, that's how we start this podcast with that lovely story. And poor Tommy now on his battered skin, his lumpy skin. He doesn't know what happened to you. His, his mom always told him he was a beautiful boy. But that's no longer the case. He's grown into an ugly ugly man in his early 20s and he's just ugly now and he's lost all hope for the future but at least he's made one right call or maybe this is a bad call he's listening to the podcast and his parents will say okay tommy stick it on let us hear sit around family time we haven't had ever since you go off down the alley what's it called vaseline alley you're off down vaseline alley all the time with your friends your friends that you meet once in their car and then they drive away and you're left with a mouthful of cum, Tommy. What's that about, Tommy? Are you you sucking dick? Are you doing meth? What's happening, Tommy? You remember all those girlfriends you had growing up? What happened to Jen? Where did Jen go? Oh, she died. My bad, my bad, Tommy. Now Tommy's crying. They're weeping. They're in the living room. Tommy's weeping. The parents are weeping. It's a sad time. No one really knows why they're crying. And now they're putting on the podcast. They had forgotten originally that this was the point of them hanging out together to listen to this podcast. And they said, okay, Tommy, you're listening to this all the time. And Tommy doesn't want to tell him he listens to it because when he's high in meth, he just wants to hear bullshit. He wants to hear a fucking tornado, an avalanche, a tsunami of bullshit just ricochet off his ears and hit and he can fall asleep he can fall asleep knowing that he's closer to another sleep a new day and closer to death which is tommy's ultimate goal dying dying in a ditch but dying of old age he doesn't have he's not a brave man tommy he doesn't have the balls to kill himself he couldn't do it he'd, he'd slip he'd mess up 
he'd, he'd cut the wrong vein. He, he wouldn't hit an artery. He'd fall off the chair as he was trying to attach the rope. And anyway, Tommy's crying. He's on the floor and he's just thinking about meth and can he get another hit tonight? It's Friday night, so it's a good night for him to be sucking dick down the alley in exchange for meth. Um, but his parents have said, come on. And his parents were just eating some roast beef. They were having their Friday dinner. They were having roast beef, uh, roast potatoes and peas and carrots. And peas and carrots and a, a carrot and a pea kept falling off the, the dad, uh, the dad's johnny the dad johnny's fork and the mother the mother lisa was like well that's funny you can't pick up the last carrot or pea and johnny said in his head if you don't shut the fuck up about the carrot and the pea i swear to god i'll go do meth and suck off a dick with our son and he said ha no he didn't say that though he said out loud he said yeah that's funny isn't it the carrot and the pea i wonder which came first the carrot or the pea but his wife didn't get the joke, the chicken and the egg. She didn't get the she didn't get the smart joke. She just she looked over him and she glazed past him and she looked and she said, I wonder what would happen if I fucked that Dominican man back when I was in eight, 18 years old in school. I had that chance with a Dominican man. My life could have been different. We could have lived in the Dominican Islands. Is is there such a place? The Dominican Republic. The uh, the Isle of Dominico, as they say. She always did want to live in the Isle of Dominico, but um it just never happened for her, unfortunately. It just never took off. And now she's here with Tommy, her failed son, and Johnny, her hating husband. And little do they know in the future, Johnny's going to venture out one night in his car. He's going to go driving down an alley, and he's going to get in, and he's going to see a young fella, and he barely recognizes him anymore because Tommy's run away now. Tommy, run away, Tommy. Run away, Tommy. He, Tommy's after running away, so his own father doesn't even recognize him. And he's, he's, uh, he, it's, it's dark down the alley, and Tommy comes up with his hood on. He says, what you want? You have meth. And Johnny has come prepared. He's got some meth in his pocket, you know. It's a it's a bag, big bag of meth, and he has it. He doesn't know how much or how little to give, but he'll give the whole bag because he feels something for this young fella. He feels something for the guy that's at his. He feels a connection, not knowing it's his own son. And his own son, Tommy, gets into the car, and it's dark, and they keep the lights on, or the lights off, because Johnny, Johnny doesn't want the police to pull up, and it's embarrassing. And next minute, this, this young fella is... Now he's 26. He's 26 years old, Tommy. He's, he's sucking off the man in the car for a bit of meth. And would you believe, in a horrific turn of events, the man he's sucking off is his own father. <laughs> and it's at this point now where they're all looking up from the carpet because they're all in the carpet and they're all listening to the podcast. And they're all crying. And it's tears of disgust despair they've hit the low point this is a low point if you reach if you're listening to the podcast you probably reach the low point in your life so welcome come on in take your shoes off it's a low point but we don't want a dirty floor um socks are welcome just don't have holes in your socks there's nothing worse than going to someone's house and you take your socks off and you're like oh no these are the white ones do you ever get like you clean white socks and they still look a bit dirty for some reason and you're like oh that was the black shoe i wore and the insides came off in the sock and it looks dirty but they're actually very clean i just cleaned them i just washed them i did laundry they're actually warm on my feet i just took them out of the dryer put them on i didn't realize that this is a no shoes house 
and now here I am and I'm over explaining why there's a bit and you can't even see it you're not even looking but because I've spoken so much about it you're looking at my socks and now you're obsessed and now I'm obsessed about you being obsessed and I'm explaining it to everyone who walks in the door at this nice dinner party it's a dinner party for someone's christening someone had a new baby in the dinner party and I missed the christening because I was too busy on mate down Vaseline Alley with Tommy and Johnny and uh, but I came to the dinner with um, with my with my wife and uh, now I can't stop shutting up about socks and where I bought the socks and how underwear is a real good way to make yourself feel better if you're ever having a bad time, bad day, if you're even just feeling like you're going through a lull in life, nothing bad's happening, but you feel like you're stuck in a puddle of mud, go buy some underwear. Oh, new underwear is actually unreal, isn't it? You put it on, you're just like, oh, I'm $44. It's not really a million-dollar feeling, but it's definitely $44 feeling. I bought some diesel underwear recently, and oh, that's it. It was so good, I bought some more, so now I have underwear for days and days and weeks weeks and weeks could do with some more socks but i bought some more socks and anyway, we're going on a tangent we're going off a tangent we're listening to tommy and johnny and what was the mother's name again jen lisa they're all listening to the podcast they've hit rock bottom like yourselves now you're still listening you're going he's flute it's very monotone today he hasn't gone up or down it's just a consistent dull noise it's like a noise that they would play on some island where they're torturing prisoners and they want to really get into people and they want to bore them i know the secrets out of them they would play my voice the flute the one tone flute like my personality one straight tone and they would play it and tommy and johnny and Lisa, they're all crying. And then they all reach out and they hold hands. They hold hands in this weird little met, dick sucking, family, trying, crying, triangle. And they, they, they rebuild themselves. And would you believe it? Next Christmas, they have a happy Christmas and they eat turkey together. And it's all going well until Johnny fucks up with a carrot and a pea. And that's when Lisa snaps and she murders her whole family. And that, my dear friends who are listening, is the start of the podcast. Um, welcome. That's the intro. You know, you can't go back. You can't change it. This is a forward thinking, forward moving, uh, forward playing um, podcast. We don't go back. We don't Google stuff. We just hope for the best. Um, we give advice. My advice, if you're listening at the moment, is stop going on the internet. Get off Twitter. Get off uh, Instagram. If you can, what else is there? I presume you're not on Facebook because you're just mental if you are at this point but you should get off all these online uh, hell holes if you're on reddit well done you're just becoming a worse version of yourself the more you're on that website um get off it and do met do met you'll have more fun you won't ruin your life as much i'd say you won't like if you were on twitter and stuff you're slowly ruining your life and you're becoming a cunt um but at least on met it's like people can see you need help and they can be like oh he's fucked up on meth again oh he's doing is meth tina if only i could google i think meth is tina crystal meth christina tina there we go that's what i get for living in la i know the slang for meth um but yeah you should go and do some do some meth at least then you get help for your problems if you're just online being a little cunt you could be a nice person in person but online you're a little fucking fuck cunt still got trolls trolling me telling me to kill myself 
myself because there's many versions of me you know there's not just one version there's a lot of people inside me bursting waiting to come out um so yeah get off get offline do some meth be better for you and be better for the world in general you'll have a better day wasn't having a great day i hate to be in, in quarantine i was about to say in podcast land but that's not correct the words aren't they're flowing but since uh, we've chosen flow over sense today in case you haven't guessed the theme of today's podcast it's um it's just words how many words can we fit into a bucket is what i'm saying and now i'm puking and shitting words into this bucket and the bucket seems never ended so the words are ever flowing it's unbelievable and incredible how much i think i hit the right wave of coffee although my stomach is dodged not in a I, it's something stressing me and i can't figure it out I don't know about you, dear reader. Now you're readers, you are listeners, but we've turned into a newspaper. We can do what we want here on the podcast. We can do here what we want on the monotone flute, flute world. I don't know where you keep stress, but I keep stress in my stomach, and it's annoying. Because I'll just wake up cramped, like I'm pregnant. And ladies, if you're out there and you're pregnant, let's just say I empathize with you, and it feels like a bad headache. So I get it. I don't like headaches, and uh, I don't like being pregnant. And I presume this is what period cramps feel like, too. When someone flicks your ear, that's the same feeling. If any of the, the men are listening, they're wondering, what's it like to be pregnant? Flicking your ear, that's the same feeling. I should know. I have been, <laughs> I have been both. Some actually got upset with that. Here's a joke. I, I want to try whenever the stage is open again, but uh, there's no sign of comedy happening any day soon, so I'll try it here. And that is that I hate being a feminist in order to try. I hate pretending to be a feminist, tr- just trying to get sex. I really butchered that joke, you know, and that's good because now it's out in the open. I hate pretending to be a feminist just to get sex. And then I'll do a sad face after it. <laughs> and then people will get annoyed. And they'll be like, you dirty cunt. <laughs> you filthy whore. And I'll be like, it was a joke. I'm a comedian. They'll be like, fuck you. You weren't joking. And I'll be like, I was, you whore. I was, you whore. But yeah, I woke up. That's the thing about quarantine. I'd be like, is today you're going to wake up dancing or prancing or stressing the stomach? What is it? mind fully awake or mind dull and dead and it's never i i really i'll work out after this i said i do a podcast first and then work out and that's unfortunate for you dear um dear watcher this is now a tv show we can do what we want people do whatever the fuck you want it's 2020 go out there and suck a dick for met go out there and do met in order to get some dick whatever you need to do I wonder how many people swap met for pussy. It's not something you really hear. I'm out there licking pussy for me. <laughs> Would you be out there lick my pussy, young young fella, and I'll give you some met? And he was like, all right, fuck it. I hate doing it, but okay. <laughs> I refuse. It's gay if you, it's gay if you go down on women. <laughs> you know there's someone out there. It's fucking gay if you go down on women. Didn't I hear a dude say that before? Gonna have to check check my notes, go back through the encyclopedia of gibberish that I've heard and be like, huh. Ah. I do think it's weird that how much we masturbate and we're not all gay. What's that about? You're pulling a penis. You're you're uh what's it called when women master you're hammering a vagina, isn't that how you masturbate? 
that's I read in a book once that women enjoy sex when it feels like they're being hammered. Sledgehammer, a quicker, quick sledgehammer. That's what women like, and that's what a lot of men do. It's because we read it. Was it the Bible? It's either FHM or the Bible, one of the two. They both gave me sec- great sex tips. Um, but yeah, so if you're if you're having a little little Tommy Tank or you're a little hammering hammering the vase, as women like to call it, don't they? The hammering of the vase. Um, I feel like that's what most women, whenever, fellas, if you're listening and you ever hear a woman saying, I'm just off there to hammer the vase, and you'll be like, what's that? That means she's going home to masturbate. Fellas, I'll put, I'll let you into a lot of secrets. If you keep listening and you, um, if you probably, if you get drunk, this will make more sense. But yeah, when women, you often hear, you often hear a woman, you might overhear her at mass or out in the golf course, or down at the grocery store in the soup section, and she'll often say, all right, I've got to go home and hammer the vase. And fellas, a lot of us would be confused, but not me, you know. I, I, I dug into it. I, I dug deep. I digged. I dove. I danced. And I, I, I fiddled. I fiddled my way to the truth. And the truth is hammering the vase means masturbating. Um, but yeah, it's... <laughs> It's not that how much we masturbate, then we're not all gay. You're pulling a dick, you're hammering a vagina, and then if you're like, oh, there's a dick, you're like, get the fuck away. There's a vagina, yuck, give me a dick. No, just me, just me, fellas. All right, just me. Here's another, here's another just me thought. Um, another just me is that <laughs> it blows my mind that people take baths. I was thinking of shower the other day, and you're like, you're active. You're just, even if you're standing in the shower, it's pouring over you. You're crying, you're weeping, you're hammering the face. You're doing whatever you do in the, in the fucking shower. You're writing a book in your head. I decide not. I finished writing two books this week. So, you know, that's all. Here, look, guys, we're all different. You know, a lot of people complaining they haven't been productive in quarantine. And that's that's okay. That's okay. A lot of people are like Shakespeare when he was in quarantine. He wrote King Lear. He was productive. And that's okay too. I just finished two books this week. Just finished them. And that's okay too. Some of us are you. (laughs) And some of us, maybe I am the Shakespeare of quarantine. You never know, guys. You never know really what what is happening and you never know who's productive and who's and don't feel bad. That's only my fifth book that I finished so you know I got five books now I got a sixth already working on it and that's okay guys we're all different that's what I want to say it's we're all different you might not agree with the next sentiment the two books one is called Malibu's Burning a book of sex poems um, that's a book about sex poems if you don't know what a sex poem is then go back and listen to all these all the last 163 podcasts that's not on me. To exp- Imagine I explained the same thing every week. That was the whole podcast. Now, wouldn't that be fun? Now, that's what it's like answering people's Instagram messages nonstop. Just so you know. A lot of Instagram messages, too. They're just people agreeing with what I posted. And then I'm agreeing back with them agreeing. So I'll say, the sky is blue. And then some will say, it is blue, isn't it? And I'll say back, yeah, it is. And they'll say, ha, that was funny. And I'll say, hey, thanks. And that's the conversation. And that goes on with many hundreds of people every day. And you might think, Asher, shut the fuck up. And I agree. 
but also I got this polite factor that I have to reply and I wish I didn't. Um, but yeah, so the books, look, we all can't finish two books in quarantine. And that's all right. That's here. Don't feel bad. Don't have that feeling in your stomach. Don't feel like, uh, don't feel like you have to, you have to do better than me because you probably won't. Um, but that's okay. Sometimes, you know, we all wake up differently. That was the whole point. Fuck it. Thank God I found where the fuck I was going. The flute, the flute saved me. Thank you, flute. You flittered along. You flittered. You fluted. You flew and you flew. You flew me home. I knew you would. You're like a stork. You took me home. You dropped me off. And now we're back. I was saying, sometimes you'll wake up dancing, and other times you'll just be like, "Why is my stomach killing me for no reason?" And then you'll drink coffee, and then you'll um, use the bathroom, and then you'll go out. I went out today. Oh, my buddy had to go to Apple to get a new phone. His phone is a fucking disgrace. It's even more of a disgrace because he has money and he just hasn't got... He's. I've never seen a phone battered. His front screen half works. The back of the phone is basically fucking as if someone took a hammer to it, as if someone's masturbating the phone. Poor phone, masturbated to death. Um. So he was like, let's go to the Apple store. And I was like, is it open? He said, yeah. And I said, did you phone them? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay. I've asked you. And I texted him. I was like, definitely open. He said, yeah. Picked him up. It's hot outside. This is a, this is a bad way to start today. I'm a very much a t-shirt guy. I like a nice t-shirt. You put it on, you feel super. You might be a, a suit, a shirt, a pair of shoes, a pair of jeans. Maybe you're flares. Maybe you're flaring about there. Maybe you're a dress, a summer dress, a thong. If you're a tongue person, fair fucks to you. You put on your favorite tongue. That's like me putting on my new diesel underwear. It's all about how what makes you feel good. Maybe you've turned off this podcast. That makes you feel good. You pretended to listen and you didn't like it and you moved on. And I admire that. I admire what makes you feel good. Do it. Unless it's touching my hair. Um, but what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I put on a bad t-shirt. You ever put on the wrong t-shirt and you're just like, ah, oh, fuck. The wrong t-shirt is on. And I went out. It was a new t-shirt and it was expensive. And that makes it worse in my head because if something's expensive, I expect it to be good. Why? Because I'm a fucking fool. One of the biggest fools going. So I put on this t-shirt and I said, ah, oh, come on, t-shirt, do the works. And I left the house and my stomach was tight and it wasn't good. And I ate porridge too quickly because I wanted to get to the Apple store and I didn't want to get back here to do this podcast. I was rushing. I was sweating. I'm sweating now thinking about it. Hang on. Let me take off my top. I'm not topless. Thank you. Thank you. You may know Hammer, the Vez, Tommy the Tank. Do whatever you need to know that I'm speaking to you topless. I'm a topless flute. Can you imagine that? A topless flute. Then I was out and about. We went to the Apple store. Inevitably, it was closed. Obviously, it was closed. We parked. We walked up and down the elevators, the escalators, in and out, traipsed around, rank floor, up floor, down floor, people in the mall. It was just like, why are we here? Staying away. The store was closed. I was sweating. The collar off the T-shirt didn't feel good. And I couldn't wait to get home. The point of the story is that make sure go up there and buy a nice t- <laughs> Buy a nice t-shirt, whether it's Gucci or fucking whatever. Just make yourself feel good. Buy some new underwear. Um, 
and then you'll be dancing because in the end everything is the same and then we die that's that's something I learned to speak of looking for a new apartment I've been hunting out there hunting around abode hunting seeing if they're giving someone real deals at the moment two months for free and you're just like wait two months for free what if I just move in for two months and then I leave what, can you do anything about that and they'll be like technically no <laughs> you're like okay okay People take baths. We can do anything. Oh, yeah, imagine just sitting in the bath. You you run the water, and then you're sitting there. And then you're just going, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then you're sitting in this hard ceramic bath. Is it ceramic? I think so. It's uncomfortable sitting there. And you're in a pool of water, a puddle of water, a bucket of water. And you're just like, what are you? Do people masturbate in baths? Why do they take them? Is it masturbation? Does it matter for women? Are you pissing in the bath? What's happening in the bath? Why are you taking a bath? It's just sitting there and it's still in a lake of water. I prefer the ocean, the shower, the coming and the going. You're just sitting there. You've got your thought. You can't read in the bath, I presume, because the book is definitely getting wet and then it's fucking ruined. I wouldn't take a Kindle. People who fucking put their laptops over the bath, are you mental? Are you mental? Um, but you know, I suppose I do love a jacuzzi. So that's that shows you now I, I that I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't get why people take baths, but I like a jacuzzi maybe because a jacuzzi is short, sweet. It's like a brief romance, whereas a bath, like a relationship, it's stagnant and boring. <laughs> and you're just sitting there, and you're just pissing on each other, and then you have a wank. And now you've got cum floating around the bath. And you know, that's not, and then it sticks to your legs. And then you need to take a shower. And then it's stuck in your hair. And that defeats the whole purpose. And you're like, why the fuck? And then you're single. You get divorced and you're back in the. I feel like showers are for single people. Is this the good theory? No. But I'm not on stage to try it out. So, dear listener. Dear acquaintance, dear foe, actually, now you're my enemy. That's more fun. It's more fun to talk to an enemy and be like, fuck you, cunt. Fuck you, you dirty whore. But yeah, I suppose that's some good advice that everything is the same and then you die. <clears throat> um, we can't all be the Shakespeare quarantine. <clears throat> that's some more good advice. My buddy Jimmy was like, you should do something productive. And I was like, I'm writing this book. He was like, finish it. And I was like, all right, but... He's just like, finish it, you'll feel great. And then I finished two. I such a bad two weeks in a row, I've gone on three-day benders. And the lows, the highs weren't even that great. You're just chasing. It was the hope of it all. You're out and about. These pubs are shit. You're sitting away from each other. You're there with who you came with, and you forget you can't mingle. The hope is low. Everyone's in a mask. You're like, this is like fucking being at the zoo or something. You're like people in masks talking to you. You gotta spend fucking thousand dollars on fucking chicken wings because it has to be technically a restaurant and you're like, oh, I just want some booze. And there's no mingling. And you're like, ah, oh, Jesus, this is this is it, huh? This is life now. This is this is what we do. Is this fun? Is this fun, lads? And you're like, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> I don't think so. And then you realized, why does everyone have bad breath? I was thinking about that. Should we be out and people are still wearing masks? 
and they still have bad breaths. Bad breaths because they're pure. They go, ha, ha, and that's two bad breaths. So don't bother phoning in and trying to fix my grammar because look, everything is the same and then we die. That's what I realized apartment hunting. I'm like, do I like this? Do I like that? It doesn't really matter. Although it kind of does because if you like where you live, then you're dancing. If you don't mind it, if you dislike it, then you're awful. I'd hate to have a fucking roommate. I hate it. You'd just be like, Jesus Christ, can you stop chewing? Can you stop breathing? Just die. And as I said before, is that not like marriage? I don't know. I realize, though, I don't like in-person shopping. Like, we went to Gucci the other day. My buddy's got expensive taste. He wanted some sunglasses, so we went to Gucci. I feel bad for the people in Gucci. A lot of people are in Gucci pretending to be buying Gucci, and they're so rude because they think people who are in Gucci act rude. We were there, and there was a dude, and he just pants around his ankles almost for some reason. And I was like, please be buying a Gucci belt. But he was looking for a bucket hat, and he was like, show me the bucket hats. And the Gucci shop assistant was like, sure thing, coming back. And the dude, while he was gone, was just holding up Gucci ar- like fucking articles, playing Gucci songs on his phone some hip-hop songs and then the girl he was it was just recording him and they were like oh they're just in here for instagram they're just in here for show they're just being cunts because they think if you're on gucci you should be a cunt and he was being a real cunt show me the bucket hats no i want to see different bucket hats and then the shop assistant would go again and he'd record another little shitty snippet for instagram and he should i should have went up to him and said hey buddy why don't you try some meth? Fuck the Gucci. Fuck Instagram. Just give it a no lash. Give some meth a go. Might help you lose some weight. And also, it might give your life some reason. You, you won't be as cunty if you're doing meth. That's another plus for meth. You know, the more we talk about it, the more meth pluses there are. You won't be cunty. You'll get help eventually. Hopefully. If not, my bad. Sorry. Didn't mean to send you down that dark road. But yeah, I don't like shopping in person. But I do like online shopping. And that's when I realized the same as dating. Maybe that makes me a romantic. Dating online, you're talking, you're projecting. You think it's great. It's super. You only see the good angles, the good photos. And then you meet them in person and you're like, oh, dearie me. Oh, dearie me. Oh, dearie me. Didn't realize you were a fucking cunt. Jesus, what was I? I know you're hot, but how blind was I? How blind was I? That's like when a t-shirt arrives and you're like, ah, fuck. How did I not see this collar? was awful. Why did I buy these jeans in that brave, brave size? Why? And now I'm squeezing in. Dear God, why? I should have kept it online. Just kept, uh, kept it online, kept on moving. The hope of it all. Maybe that makes me a romantic person. Maybe it's I'm a perfectionist. Can't even speak. But you know, words don't matter here. Or you keep moving. You say a word and you move on. You stumble, you fall. You don't give a fuck. It's LA. People don't care about anything. Just money. And the pump. Whereas me, I'm a romantic. I like to date online. I like to shop online. Um, maybe actually that makes me psychotic. You never, there's a thin line <laughs> between romantic and psychotic. And we like to dance over and back. Whom's knows? It's all for show. It's like, have you ever gone to a pool party in LA? They're fucking awful. It's just like hot, sad people pretending to have fun. 
and the fact that they're really hot makes it all sadder because people who aren't that hot have personalities and they'll let loose and they'll have fun they won't mind they don't mind looking stupid or having a bit of a laugh or getting in the water imagine that getting in the water at the pool party fucking shock horror People would actually like look down you and spit in you. You might as well be doing. You get less bad looks if you didn't met at a pool party than if you swam. And that's honestly not a lie. You could be smoking meth and people are like, "Oh, Tony's on Tina again," and they'd be like, "Tony's fucking Tina." And they'd be like, "No, Tony's smoking crystal meth." And they'd be like, "Ah, oh, fair fucks to him." But then you'd be like, "Fucking." Lucy is swimming. You'd be like, Lucy, you fuck. What? Jesus, that's so uncouth. Are you poor? Are you a peasant? Oh, even worse. Are you ugly, Lucy? Lucy Coosey, ugly whore. Is that what you are? Lucy, get out of the water, for God's sake. Someone film Lucy. And you'd be like, what? Why are you filming? Be like, because you have to be shamed. You have to be shamed into never swimming again. I've never filmed myself having sex. Have you? I feel like that's the thing that people in LA do too. They'd be like, oh, you want to watch me? You want to film ourselves having sex with each other? The closest I've came was looked at myself in the mirror having sex. And I was like, oh, I can see why people are voyeurs. Look at me. It's like that. What is that Abba song? Look at me. Look at you. Don't think that's the song, but we will keep singing, looking at me, looking at you. Definitely butchered, now I sound. I wonder if people listen to this being like, fuck it, he's on a lot of meth today. Look at me, looking at you. I was on the phone to my buddy the other night. Um, we were FaceTiming. I've got this friend who's fucking hilarious. And he only was allowed to have a phone <laughs> recently. And we were FaceTiming. And he's come alive now that he's been allowed his own phone. Um, just so he doesn't get in trouble. But he was FaceTiming. He goes, fuck. And I was like, what? He was like, fuck, I lost my phone. And I was looking at him. He's holding his phone. He's looking at me. And I was like, you really? He's like, ah, oh, fuck, where did I put it? He started going back in his house, and I was like, ah, oh, look, look. He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, I was looking at it the whole time. And you're like, oh, nice. Nice, you really did well. You really did well. You're looking at the phone. Man, I had some laugh from my buddy the other day. I got this buddy, and he was telling me a story. How do I tell this story politely? <laughs> He was telling me a story about someone he was having sex with. And he said he came so hard. <laughs> he came on the wall behind her. <laughs> now, now, if anyone here has came to come on the wall, that's probably a, that's a fucking, that's a long, that's a big old fucking shoot. He has a lot of zinc. Is it zinc or sphincter muscles? Is it the zinc effect or the, the, sphinc, the sphinc effect? Jesus, that's tough to say, the sphinc effect. Um, but, like, that's a shot. A shot and a half. Fyung. He was like Spider-Man. Fyung. <laughs> onto the wall. I couldn't get over it. And then we kept laughing because I was calling him Wally. Um, and we were just laughing. And laugh. I, I, I laugh about it now just thinking about how he came on the <laughs> He came on the wall. The worst place I came was on a TV one time. 
I was having sex with a girl. She was my girlfriend at the time. And she was, we were having sex. <laughs> she goes, don't come in me. And I was like, okay, I'm about to come. She's like, don't come in me. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, don't come on me. And I was like, okay. Because she had just got a spray tan. <laughs> she didn't want me to come on her. So I was in her, I was out. On her, I was out. And now I was becoming blind. I was just going by instinct. And she's like, don't come on the carpet. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I was, the next on the carpet was her cat. She's like, don't come on the cat. And I was like, where the fuck? And I was like, where? I need a wall. But there was no wall next to me. But there was a TV. <laughs> and I came on the TV. And you know, that's that's. The moral of the story, I suppose, if, if there's nothing else, you just come on the TV. And, you know, that's why you know you've lived a blessed life. <laughs> you've lived a pious life. You said, sometimes I'll think of that and I'll say, thanks, Jesus. Thanks for letting me take this path. Jesus, you're a good man. You've led me to, to ejaculate onto a TV. Don't come in me. Okay, don't come on me. Okay, we're running out. Not in the carpet. Oh, dear fuck. Not in the cat. Okay. <laughs> Imagine I came with a cat. Jesus, I should be locked up for that. Even if the judge was like, look, you you were running out of options. It wasn't your fault. I'd be like, I know it wasn't, but still, please lock me away. Please put me put me away. I need to be I need to be put down. And he said, What was the other option? I said, brand new TV. I didn't want to ruin the plasma. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin the plasma TV with my plasma. Probably doesn't make sense, but that sounds right. Still can't believe he ejaculated. That's shooting. And there was a big headboard, too. He didn't even hit the headboard. He went over it. <laughs> I, I wonder if I tell women that story, are they more inclined to be like, who is this man? Who is this man with the sphincter of all? The Egyptian sphincter. The sphincter effect. What a shot, what a fucking, what a projection. I like to project onto women. He likes to project high onto <laughs> The amount of zinc. I think it's zinc anyway. We were just laughing. He must have ridiculously, he must have dangerous levels of zinc. Dangerous levels of zinc. But I wonder, is, is that appealing to women? That a guy can sphinct, <laughs> he can sphinct onto the wall. I don't know. Not a woman, unfortunately. So I can't answer that question. I know a lot of you are thinking, you sound womanly and you've got womanly shoulders at times, but I don't know. I do know what it's like to have a period or be pregnant, like someone flicked your ear. But <laughs> I don't know this question, unfortunately. Anyway, if you're interested, I'll send you, I'll send you over to his Instagram. No, I want. He's also on that line. He's one of the best looking men in the world, I'd say. <laughs> you can't go out with him. And not like, what's it called? Subjectively? Is it so, what's the one where it's like it's not even your opinion? Objectively? Subject? I can't remember because I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I go to pool parties and I hang around beautiful, sad people who are doing meth. But like, he's a model in big campaigns and shit. Um, in a way that's the story 
so yeah the sphinct wally <laughs> what a shot what a what a fun time more fun than more fun than sober sex sober sex is hilarious because what if it ends soon there's no better feeling if you're having sober sex as a guy and you hear the song change oh the joy you're like we made it through a song we started at zero 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 and now we're three minutes and 20 seconds in now anything after this is a bonus for sober sex it's a bonus she can't tell her friends oh it, it was very short and they'll be like how short did he make it to the, <laughs> did he make it to the bridge and they'll be like oh, in fairness he made it to the second song the minute the second song rihanna came on the minute rihanna started singing about her money oh he came everywhere he came all over the wall and the tv and even my fucking cat this man has got some zinc <laughs> he's gonna die of zinc poisoning the poor fella you know but you know at least he made it past the song <laughs> oh, I remember one time I went over to a girl's house. I was really hungover. This is a while back, and never again. I went over there, and um, she lured me over with food, and I went over there, and I couldn't. I can't. I think I was just chatting to her online, and she was horny. But I was kind of. I was like, I can't tell by her photos how she actually looks, and then I went over there. And I was like, oh, Angles. <laughs> oh, Angles McGee. Oh, Angles Ashes. <laughs> I was duped by Angles Ashes. <laughs> duped by Angles Ashes. Um, but she was sound. But then I ate some food and I was fucked. So I was like, I got to go home and chill. Thank you for the food, though. You're a sound, sound fella. <laughs> sound lady. Sound. You're a good lad. <laughs> That's a good way to, to let the woman know I'm not into it. Not into her sexually. I'd just be like, yeah, you're a good fella. <laughs> What's up, lad? How's it going, lad? Hey there, big man. Hello there, little woman. You know, terms of endearment that you call your buddies. But anyway, she was like, you're not, you're not even going to make out with me. And I was like, ah, oh, I've been duped. <laughs> I've been duped by Angle's Ashes. Duped. Never again will I meet someone sober. Never again will I go to someone's house. <laughs> Never again will I... My buddy phoned me the other day. He goes, I've got a great idea. And I said, what? <laughs> As if though it was urgent. And he goes, you know that vape company, Jewel? And I said, yeah, already I didn't care. I don't care about dueling or weed or smoking. I'm already out. He goes, this is during the week. This is after July 4th. He goes, they should have had a, f a sale on 4th of July. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck is the idea? And he said, that's it. And I hung up on him. And I'm so glad that I hung up on him. Because <laughs> that's how is that even an idea? I know words don't mean anything, but if you phone me saying I have an idea, oh man, it's hilarious when people get words wrong. One time, I remember <laughs> here's some good words a girl recently told me: "Follow your heart." I was asking her, "Should I do this or do that?" And she said, "Follow your heart." And then someone else was asking me something, and he kept asking me, and I was like, "I don't give a fuck." 
what you do, to be honest. And then I said to him, follow your heart. And I realized, oh, she was telling me to go fuck myself, go fuck off and make the decision myself. So that's a nice way of telling someone to fuck off is follow your heart. Should I do this? Follow your heart. Leave me alone. I'm trying to have a pint. <laughs> but one time, this is another bad idea. This is like a Sunday. This girl hits me up. And she's like, oh, let's hang out. She was Russian. So I was like, cool. Hung over Sunday. Nothing to do. So I went over by her place. And she met me downstairs. And uh, she was like, let's go for a walk. And we were going for a walk. <laughs> And she was like, she kept fucking, she lived in uh, like Wilshire and something. It was like a nice building, nice area, but there was nothing open or there was like nothing around. It's one of those weird places in LA where it's just buildings and there's nothing there. So we're like looking for a coffee, looking for anywhere to go. And we're just walking the streets and it's fucking just bland walking. She's not really great at speaking. <laughs> she keeps stopping. She's like, can I hug you? I was like, okay. If I'm hungover, I'll be extra polite because I don't want to fucking be rude in my brittle state. She's like, can I hug you? And I was like, okay. And she hugged me. And then we kept walking. She was like, I want to hug you again. She was like, I was like, okay. And after the sixth time, I was like, <laughs> are you okay? She's like, yeah, I, just, I took Molly. <laughs> I was like, really? She's like, yeah, I took Molly. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm hungover. So is that the same feeling? So we walked back and she's like, I really want to have sex with you. <laughs> and I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't know. She's like, just come up for a drink. So I was like, all right. So we go up. And she's like asking me to um, to hammer her vase. <laughs> and she's like, she, oh, these are the worst words ever spoken. She was like small and stuff. And she says, saying, do you like my my vagina? It's small. <laughs> it's like, oh, can you stop talking? It's daylight. There's no music. Have you ever made up with someone? There's no music on sober. Oh, my God. It's punishment. You'd always prefer to make up with your mom. <laughs> fucking. You're like, at least put on a song for the love of Jesus. Put on a quick ditty. <laughs> so this doesn't sound like fucking shame and disgust. She was like, you like my vagina? It's small. And she got words mixed up. She was just like, because she was Russian. She definitely was like, not great English. She was like, you like my baby vagina? It's <laughs> like, don't. Don't say what you're saying. Do you like my baby vagina? The vagina of a baby. It's <laughs> like, what? All right, time for me to leave. And right on cue. She had a cat and I started choking to that because I have cat allergies. <laughs> and I got the fuck out of there. Thank fucking Jesus. I got out of there. And she she called me a homosexual because I didn't stay and have sex with her. And I suppose that's a good place to end the podcast. Um, with, you know, uh, the note of or the lesson. I suppose it all wraps up nicely. Uh, the lesson is that... Um, Sometimes, you know, you just go out there and you think you think you're going for a walk and the next minute you're choking to death on some cat hair and you're being called a homosexual. And that's life, I suppose, and that's the best lesson that I can give you, dear listener, whatever you're doing, if you're listening to this through Braille, <laughs> just
just remember everything is the same and then we die. So that's the podcast. Um, fuck, that was funny. My baby vagina, stop. Please stop. Please stop saying those words. Me ears, me poor ears, me poor horn. All right, there's the there's the podcast. You know, go out there this week now and follow your heart. And goodbye. Good talk. If you want to come to a Zoom, I'm doing a Zoom Saturday night, tomorrow night. Come booze and have a laugh. <laughs> It'll be a laugh. Will it be like this podcast? Yes, more or less. It's fun and dumb and a good laugh. And now my energy is dying a death. Can't remember what I talked about, but go out there now and hammer hammer your vase for the weekend and have a lovely time. Take a bat. You deserve it, you know. Maybe you got some wide wide hips. My buddy the other night goes, I think you've got wide hips. And I was like, what the fuck? And he goes, yeah, I think you've wide hips. <laughs> the next day, all I could think about was, do I have wide hips? Can I not get them? I can't push wide hips in, can I? How do I get rid of white hips? And then I realized, fuck, it must be fun to be a woman. To be a woman just thinking about white hips. The white hips, fucking terror. <laughs> just, my brain was hung over and just terrorized by the thought of having white hips. And then I dug deep and I wrote two more books. So, you know, guys, that's the probably the moral of the story is that we can't all be uh, like Shakespeare. But I suppose one of us has to be, and that is me. And we're all different, so I know, keep the head up. <laughs> Some of us like taking bats, and others like to be uh, Shakespearean. And uh, for that, you're welcome. Very welcome. I should say, too, they're, they're both poetry, but <laughs> I can't wait. To, I'm going to release two poetry books the same day, just so when people hate me. The amount of hatred they'll feel more. They'll surely hate me more for releasing poetry books. And that's fair. I would hate me too. And on that fine note, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, if you're not taking my meth advice, hit me up on Twitter at Trickadu or Instagram at the Marquez. Go buy my books on Amazon. Random, random and freedom. Um, all right, I have nothing else to sell yet. Just me soul. Goodbye, good duck, Quan. Go out there now and have a good weekend. Good duck, bye, good do, good duck, good do, good duck, good do. Good do. Good do.